Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick and handy capping and sports betting picks. Maybe you heard me jump the gun a little bit there, but I guess I'm just excited to see my buddy Andy. How's it going, Mr. Molitor? I heard you had a little bit of snow, and uh, your poor son's too stupid to realize that it was too dry to make into a snowman, and uh, went out there and made the futile effort. Snowman. He was so he made. Also, I, I I might need to get this kid checked out. He makes snow angels face down. <laughs> like, buddy, what are you what are you doing up there? He's like trying to hold his head up from the snow. He wants to see him when he's making them. So, he'll he'll figure it out. He needs a couple more winters up here in the great wild north. But yeah, not only did it snow, it uh, we're looking at a storm this weekend up here. I'm gonna see if it's going to be. Uh, affecting any of these games <laughs> i mean this kid is he does well in school but he he struggles with some of these common sense things i'll uh i'll give him that otherwise yeah it's it, we're up here we're just hanging i bought a truck yesterday al Ooh, I, uh, you got a truck i need yeah, to try I to buy it. trucks in this particular day and age is like it's, some it's sort of amazing time. thing like you didn't quite find gold but how was it what kind of truck was, what are you doing with just, just a little half done. I just need. I have a hobby. It's hard to have a hobby farm without a truck. So, got a truck ready for the big storm this weekend. I usually have a little shit beater car to run through the winter, but the Subarus have died. The Beamer died. So, it is. We've moved on. I'm ready for the weekend. Speaking of snow, not a big. I'm not a ton to recap yesterday. I guess totals went well. College basketball went well for me yesterday, but at Atlanta, I didn't check the weather in Bergamo, Italy, apparently. So one of my Champions League's bets won with, uh, we needed under three and a half. I just needed a scoreless last 30 minutes. That wasn't a sweat at all. So uh, the other one, though, was snowed out. So I bet the over in the Atlanta, and then it turns out there's like three inches of snow on the pitch. They're going to play it today, one Eastern. And 90% of books will still honor those bets. If you bet on that game, you, and it's played within 24 hours. A lot of them will still honor it. I know certain books will not. You'll have to rebet it if you want. But uh, yeah, so my bet's still pending. I still have over three in that one. If you feel like jumping along on that one, I am running hot in the Champions League. Only one game on the slate. It's just the, the reschedule today. Otherwise, kind of a light day in NBA. Very light day in college basketball. Thursdays and Saturdays are kind of your big days. I only have a couple bets today. And I think we'll just, yeah, I'm sorry about the Hoosiers. Anyone who bet Indiana, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to do the full Robin Williams, Matt Day. <laughs> it's not your fault. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Like, it's, it's bad things happen sometimes when you bet on teenage kids, and eventually you'll get it back. You'll, ha- you'll be on the other end of one of those someday soon. And I want you to remember this day when you bet the Hoosiers. But um, we won't talk about yesterday's NBA because my Bulls got crushed as is sometimes they do, you know, they'll bounce back. They're, they're a resilient crew, but uh, you have a light card today in the NBA. Well, there is only three games as is with Tuesdays and Thursdays. We kind of have huge slates Wednesdays and Fridays, short slates today. There is one bet I like, and as much as it, it hurts me as, as a 76ers fan, as someone still polluted with the fandom of a, of a sports team to back this Los Angeles Lakers team, 
But I think we finally got into the buy point on the Lakers. You know, LeBron James looks to be pretty healthy. Anthony Davis looks to be pretty healthy. Um, Russell Westbrook's been solid all season. They're only laying four points tonight, visiting a Memphis team, three and four, back to back. Looks like no John Morant again for them tonight. Curious to see if Kyle Anderson or Brandon Clark play tonight. That helps Memphis out a little bit here. But overall, I think this is a great spot for the Lakers to kind of beat up on a, a team that, you know, get a win tonight, and they might rest some guys in their next game against the Thunder. So not really a look-ahead spot, but again, a good spot for the Lakers to kind of reestablish themselves a little bit against a team without their best player. I have this out at like six. I tweak it. I get all the way out to seven. I bet it at three and a half. Four looks okay. Probably draw the line there. You know, if it gets out to four and a half, five, maybe a smaller review to play there, but I'd stick to three and a half, four here. Again, a nice spot for them. The other two games, my Sixers at plus money is kind of appealing, but Played a grueling game last night against the Charlotte Hornets, and and B just looked wiped in that fourth quarter. So I don't know if they'll have what it takes to hang with the Jazz team. It's actually kind of rested here on the beginning of their road trip. And then the Spurs taking a lot of money overnight here, um, home against the Nuggets. They opened as, I think, two-point dogs. They're now two-point favorites. Again, the move across zero isn't huge, but to go from, you know, kind of plus 110, plus 115 to minus 130 or so on the money line, pretty solid support for the Spurs, which kind of makes sense to me, but I might end up with a Denver Nuggets ticket or maybe some Jokic props if he's in. What do you got, Andy? Uh, what happened the last time the Spurs got steamed across the zero? Uh, I don't think it went well. I but it went back, to be perfectly yeah, honest. It went this way, and then it went back. It so. actually came back because the late Knicks money was the correct money. The <laughs> but Andy trucked, was right. Trucked it. I, I just watched that market a little because we got involved in it. So I'm like, oh, no. Like, I just got, like, four points in negative CLV. What's going on here? I'm just like, did, did the Knicks lose a bunch of players? And that was not what happened. That market moved pretty quick. Um, speaking of markets that actually kind of do move quick, I know we've seen this back when I bet – Overnights. When I was betting overnights in college basketball, I mean, you're talking like $250 limit markets that I was posting and I know some people were tailing. So it, it, a few people who tailed in my bets were goofing up these markets. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, I've moved markets, but these are super soft overnight kind of things. And if like 10 people bet along with you, all of a sudden you see these jump two, three points in you know, what is micro-major college basketball. So I've kind of tried to avoid the overnights. I think I've still been able to find value in the mornings. But now that I'm betting totals, totals seem pretty pretty uh, susceptible to jumping around as well, maybe more so than sides. So oh, if you do, you know, if you do want to play any of my college basketball along with me, probably follow along on the BetSperts app. I'm going to put that stuff out in the morning for the most part. And uh, I did, these haven't moved. I'm not saying like, oh my God, these have moved like six points each, but they're, they're all trickling. At least they're all trickling in the right way. Although it is sometimes fun to say like, hey, I bet this. And if you want to bet it, you can get a better number now because I'm the asshole who bet it at a bad number this morning. But it felt, it feels good to wait sometimes on these moves like Utah Valley last night, little sketched out. It wasn't going to cover the worst of the number at the plus five. I got six and a half. But uh, today, just totals. I don't have any sides. I lean towards a couple. If I, I should actually look. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to look here quick. There was a couple sides that, like, it, but they're really goofy spots where it's like a SWAC team versus an ACC team. Bethune-Cookman, I backed them at, like, plus 25 and a half a couple of days ago. That didn't go well. I don't think I'm backing them against an ACC team again, even getting similar points. 
I do kind of like, what was the other one here? Oh, like the Purdue Rutgers game. I really want to get involved in another big spread there. I actually kind of like that over as well. But some some of these ma- minor teams versus major conferences, I'm just going to avoid all together. It's hard to make a comparison, right? It, it's just, I think it's just hard for my numbers to kind of grasp like the, the skill level talent difference in some of these teams. And that's why I, honestly, for years, even when I was doing mid majors and below, I just wouldn't bet Gonzaga games. It's like well, they're, they're right. a team that would be like the second best team in the ACC and they're playing San Francisco. And I shouldn't slander San Francisco. They're a very good team this year. The WCC has three good teams. So that's fun. But either way, Nichols, Mississippi Valley State University Delta Devils. This is is this not this is non count. Yeah, SWAC and Southland. But either way, the the Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils are dead last in like six offensive categories. And this is not hyperbole. I mean dead last. I mean three hundred and fifty eight out of three fifty eight. They are horrible. They're horrible year in and year out. Sometimes you end up getting, you know, it's still a a battle of like, well, they're bad on defense too, Andy. And you do, you do end up with some of these where they give up a hundred points, but I I'm not too enamored with anything that Nichols state is doing as well. They've scored a few points or they've given up a a lot of their games have been, oh, they get the shit kicked out of them. They gave up 90 to grand Canyon. Grand Canyon's like a top 150 team. Like this is not. I, uh, Nickel State runs a fast offense. I think that's why we're seeing a higher total here. I just I'm not buying it. I don't think either team has a very good offensive day. Um, my other one is I'm trying to look here what I have for this one. Detroit Mercy, which is just Detroit at a lot of books. I mean, I, I don't know why it lists this here. I think I do it because Ken Palm lists it that way. But taking on Ken State, so you get a Horizon League Mac cross-conference battle here. And these are both, uh, I think Detroit is even slower. Kent State has a terribly slow pace. So I'm I'm fine with like two slow, slow slow-paced teams getting over 135 here. I have this under 135 for a total. So one, uh, I didn't mention this too, and I got yelled at by a podcast listener. He's like, we can't see the screen, Andy. So the Nichols Mississippi (laughs) Valley State is under 145. I'd play that down a couple points yet. Detroit, Kent State, under 138 and a half is the number I got this morning. I think a lot of places are 137 and a half right now. That's still fine. And again, mostly based on pace, but at the same time, uh, Detroit, Detroit isn't a, isn't a very good uh, team whatsoever. They they have some decent offensive numbers against a tough uh, schedule, and I've backed them a little. I just don't see them getting to like 70 here. Um, and then finally. Oh God, I had everything. Everything is just out of order for me this morning. <laughs> Hampton versus uh fun fact, the first college in the Americas is uh William and Mary. I think maybe just like the oldest. This is another one too where Hampton I said uh Mississippi Valley State's three fifty eight out of three fifty eight. For effective field goal percentage, Hampton's three fifty two out of three fifty eight. Not that much better. It's just a really, really horrid offense. And William and Mary is technically a better team than them. And they're still, you know, down in the 300s. Neither of them has a very good defense. I think, you know, that brings us up a little. But uh, this is another total that I have got like six points lower, according to my stuff. And I need to start to normalize that a little, get it a little closer. But under 130, 
what did he say here? Under 136 and a half. I think this is down a point too. So um, I'm fine with these within a few points. Eventually one of those is going to bite me and someone's going to be mad <laughs> that they bet it too much. For it. I don't think anything last night was particularly close. There was a couple where a it's couple totals were. I had to sweat some like, oh man, we got a, oh man, I just got a, I just got a Slack message too. Harvard was established 50 years before William and Mary. I don't think the Ivy League counts. Ivy League erasure, I was uh, accused of here. But uh, yeah, those three for tonight. I'll have some more tomorrow. Well, that's why people got to follow you on BetSports. Get this stuff as quickly as possible. I mean, yeah. we try to get stuff out as close to the show as possible. But, you know, Andy and I are, are curious people. We're out there in the morning poking around. We see something we like. We try to share it. But sometimes it moves. Mm, this is true. So speaking of, I'm just going to use that as all my segues today. Speaking of... <laughs> Harvard, William and Mary. I don't have a segue to go to France. I mean, Europe or Russia. Ah, who knows? Tennis time. You know yeah, they play tennis, tennis up there. Those Ivy Leaguers, they like their tennis at their highfalutin country clubs and whatnot. So let's talk about some tennis. Hey, we got there. <laughs> We're back in France. Um, I will apologize. This first one, Michael Seva. This is starting. Uh, sorry, I'm oh, sorry. Never mind. Michael Seva just started. Um, apologies again. I, I wasn't bet. sure if this one was going to start before we got on or just right before, but figured I'd share it with you anyway. Um, the young Russian here playing Verizvana Reva, an older Russian player, should be kind of a fun match. Uh, Likely Anseva has had a really, really down year, um, but has found a little bit of form here indoors, especially at this particular event. Uh, Zvana Reva, a solid player, you know, kind of grabbing some points here so she can continue kind of what's left of her career here, but. I just, I can't get this to even two to one, let alone two and a half to one. So looks like it's kind of underway here. Depending on where you look, it'll be in your live or it might still be up somewhere. Plus 250 should be just about anywhere. So take a second, go ahead and grab that. Shinakova, we bet that yesterday. That'll start just at, actually after this match, I believe. It's next up on court after this. Looks like it might start um, scheduled to start shortly after the show. Maybe they have the second court going, but you've got some time, and we talked about that one yesterday. Again, Shinakova playing against Clara Burrell. Very solid player, Burrell, but uh, not someone that I'm pricing, you know, at minus 350, minus 250, anywhere in that range. Um, Shinakova qualified this week, has been looking solid in all of her matches. Again, I can't get this. I have this closer to two to one, but still tough to get there. So Shinakova we grabbed yesterday. That'll start after Vickley and Seva, which is uh, getting underway here in five to ten minutes. Thank you. Brett Tholomew. Brett Tholomew with the little info. Um, I'm getting, again, I, I do, I'm going to pimp this app because I like it and we own it, but the Fantasy Life app has been good to me as far as like football news because I try to keep up pretty hard on football news. It's just, uh, you know, machine learning app that's spitting out notifications. I just got one about Dalvin Cook, another Dalvin Cook update as we spin over to Thursday Night Football. Now we're talking game time decision for Dalvin Cook. I put a tweet out asking for some opinions on this. And um, I said, does this move the needle for anybody? And everyone just a very uh, near unanimous no. It's it's a running back. Madison has been fine. A lot of it's the scheme. Delvin Cook's very good. I don't want to take that away from him, but I don't think that it helps the under if he plays. Yeah, I I, I think just maybe the they might run even more when he's in. Yeah, they might run the ball more. So if he's out, you might want to look at some cousins over props, a few things like that. But we're still sitting at a three. We're still sitting at roughly 44 Vikings favored over Pittsburgh, who's been a little resurgent suddenly in the playoff mix. And Minnesota finds herself 
uh, what do they say? What's the cliche? Two teams heading in opposite directions, you know? <laughs> but uh, I'm not, I'm, I don't have any action on this game. I will have a prize picks entry here in a minute. I have a few props. Maybe I'll have some live takes. I'm sure I'll have a second half play. But as always, we probably will do some first touchdown scores. I know some of these tight ends. I don't know what you do with that 44 and the three. That looks, I mean, pretty much dead on to me. I would lean maybe under in Pittsburgh, but it's one of those games you get a couple of early touchdowns and all of a sudden we're in some sort of weird shootout. We're watching Kirk Cousins and Ben Roethlisberger sling it for last touchdown, 31-30 or something goofy like that. With that in mind, we do have a bunch of pass catchers here today. And again, as I say often at the top of this segment, the running backs look really good tonight. If I had to actually guess without odds who was going to score the first touchdown, it's going to be Najee Harris. The second choice would be whoever the uh, Vikings running back is, whether it be Madison or Cook. But both of them at 3-1, to 4-1 to one odds against teams that are pretty strong against the run that will be focused on that kind of stuff. So we're going to go with a bunch of pass catchers here. Fryer Muth, 12-1. to one. I don't know why he isn't priced, you know, kind of the same way Deontay Johnson is at this point. Johnson's like around 7-1, to 8-1. to one. Fryermuth gets more targets it's in the red zone, and it continues yeah. to get bigger and bigger each week. I mean, that's just where Ben's looking. That's where the opportunity is for him. So I'm going to continue to bet him at double digits. Happy to get 12. Um, I think there's even a 13 out there if you look hard enough. Tyler Conklin, the tight end for the Vikings. Again, one of the biggest target shares inside the 20, inside the 10. Actually ahead of Adam Thielen inside the 20 and the 10. And doesn't have to compete with him tonight. Looks like Mr. Thielen will be out. So I like Conklin quite a bit. Again, any number that's double digits. There's 12s and 13s pretty much everywhere. Um, KJ Osborne, he's going to pick up in his share. And again, even as the third wide receiver gets a lot of looks, he's still kind of ahead of Thielen inside the red zone. I, I don't know if it's defense is focusing on Thielen and not Osborne or just the way the scheme's set up. Happy to take him at 14 to 1 with Thielen off the board. And this last one, Westbrook is kind of a rogue number. He's pretty much in the 20s everywhere. I would play him at 30 to 1 or better. There's one place that has him at 40 to 1. It should be pretty much every regulated place. Our friends at BetMGM, I believe, have them at 40 to 1 still. So go ahead over there, grab that for a little bit. He's going to slide up as the third wide receiver tonight. You know, 30 to 1 or better is just an absolutely bad number. They're just not taking into account his bigger role. And we're not going to bet on Ben Roethlisberger to score a touchdown. He doesn't really run that much anymore. I'm not actually sure he moves very very fast at all at any point. He doesn't even really walk very quickly. Uh, so we're going to kind of throw him out, even though there are some big numbers there. For Kirk Cousins at 40-1 to 1 or better, found a 45 out there. He is someone that gets a couple touchdowns every year. His feet, you know, they seem to be fine. People don't think of him as a running quarterback. I'm happy to grab him here again at this big number. Just again, kind of a system play. We're always going to bet quarterbacks at 40 to 1 that run even at all, but he's got a touchdown this year. He gets a couple every year. Happy to grab Mr. Cousins here. So, Kirk Cousins, the tight ends for either team, and then a couple Vikings wide receivers. Kirk Westbrook, 40 to 1 MGM, Louisiana residents. Don't forget to pre register for MGM if you're a Betsperts. Uh user you probably get an email they have like these pre I'm, I'm excited for this i'm gonna get so much stupid free money i don't understand how they give away this much free money as i, I, should, <laughs> I should probably not just sit here and talk shit yeah. about sports books but like it's they want you, you know it, it's it, well i mean it's just such a race to get everybody on board and it's fun for people like us who want we're, we're not going to be like hey we're just going to take one sports book and that's where i'm betting at like we're going to sign up for all of them anyway like when Minnesota goes legal, I can't imagine how much stupid free money I'm going to get because right now in Louisiana on MGM, I believe the sign-up offer is pre-register and get $200. No deposit. 
you just get $200. Like they just give you the money just for putting your username in and setting up an account. You don't even have to deposit yet. So Louisiana residents look for that. Um, again, congrats to every state who's getting legal betting uh, someday, nice. someday for me. Um, but I am relegated to, you know, doing just some DFS. That's legal in Minnesota. So I did put together a prize picks entry. I was successful uh, the other night. Uh, I think it's been maybe I got two out of three with the one I did with uh, the three play flex play. This is a straight up power play. This is all or nothing. I need both of these day at a pace three to one. Najee Harris fantasy score over 16 points. I have this closer to 20. Like you said, it would I'd hate it for our first touchdown score. I hope he's the second touchdown score. I really think he gets a he does, he gets a lot of look in the in the red zone. He's going to get the goal yard carries. He gets the snaps. He's out there for God. I I wanted to say it was like 97% of the snaps uh, the last week, but even just week over week, he's out there for so many snaps. He gets so many looks. He gets a lot of looks in the passing game. Minnesota's defense has been getting worse and worse. So over 16, because this is full point PPR. Like he gets a third of the way there with his catches tonight, I believe. If he gets a touchdown, I don't see how this doesn't cash. And then KJ Osborne, this is a tough one because a lot of these I'm like looking at, you know, week over week stats and, uh, you know, he's had this, this, and this. This is kind of a newer one because of the Thielen injury. He becomes, you know, de facto wide receiver too. And obviously Conklin gets a lot of look now because. He's, you know, had to step up in the absence of Thielen. But Conklin, too, if you want to play some Conklin today, Conklin got nine targets last week. Uh, Osborne got seven. Like, they are getting in neither of them. Had, I think, Osborne early in the year when we had some injuries, got a, a lot of looks. But, like, Conklin just shot up hard. So either of those guys. But tonight I did go with Osborne against a defense that has been able to be beat over 39 and a half, excuse me, receiving yards. Uh, for my second leg of my prize picks two player entry for tonight. We wish you the best of luck. Sam Lipscomb says he took over three and a half receptions. I like that as well. I, I like think there's plan. a lot of, I think there's a hope. Hopefully cook. That is a score too. Plus two to like Minnesota to get behind Minnesota from behind would really do wonders for all those receiver props. Cause they will start just throwing and throwing. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to Alex to say goodbye. And uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Felica Friday. Early. Early starts tomorrow.